Gate 14 podcast and the boys are back in town. The Mush boys, the Mexico boys are all the way back. We'll start with Mr. Chenier drinking wine out of the bottle. One of the most absurd pictures I've ever seen. Looking like fucking DJ Khaled. What's up, Abe? How we doing, man? How we feeling? Uh, I've, I've heard needing a vacation after vacation, and that's kind of where I'm at right now. Wow, poor you, man. Well, you already have a vacation after a vacation, though. You're yes. going to Miami this week. Yeah, I'm going to Miami on Wednesday night. Yeah. Okay. All right. All I'm right. Going so... fam- I'm going to see my younger brother who I haven't seen at school. That's why I'm going there. Yeah. So must be nice. Crazy, but awesome trip. Uh, we got to see the Kikuchi. I was fucked up when I tweeted that I was watching Kikuchi cook and he sucked, apparently. <laughs> so <laughs> I I just saw him on the TV and I tweeted. <laughs> um so that was kind of awesome to see. Uh, the Leafs have struggled, sadly, but I'm happy happy to be back in the city, back in my own bed, back with some more food and make my stomach feel a little bit better. But what a trip. I just I, I I don't know how you guys did it. Like I, my body, I, I went out on uh, Friday night, and my body is just I I I can't do it. I, I don't know what it is, man. I the old Johnny used to get out, go out three four times a week and get after. It. Maybe I just partied it up and just ruin my body but jr a lot of people are calling you the biggest bag fumbler uh in the history of podcasts well, how are you doing brother i'm doing well man i'm uh trying to recover today i think i woke up at like noon oh that would have been awesome was, <laughs> which was uh how long latest. did you wait at the airport after i left uh probably like 40 minutes 40 minutes <laughs> yeah it got stuck it was broken john you have uh, to hear this story before we go I so my bag comes off the carousel first. Yeah. And then within five minutes, um, it's just broken. And I was gonna wait for them to go home. Nah, no, you don't just, you don't wait. You don't you don't know it. Yeah, I was just like, yeah. Took it the Uber. Busted. I was home in bed but by, t- by the time you guys left the airport. That's fucked. That is crazy. Good, good Mexico story. Yeah, yeah like so. Let's so let's go into on. this. You fumbled the bag, and I I tweeted the picture of the female. But question credit to me for respecting women. I cropped her out. I didn't want her picture online. Obviously, it's a crazy world out there with our following. Wanted her to be protected. She's a mother, I believe. If I had that correct. So credit to you for that. And she is an absolute rocket ship. So I, I want to go into how the fuck did you fumble that? Because. If it was me, I listen. If that ass is no, never mind. <laughs> JR, how did you fumble this bag, man? Um, it was just there was a little, some questionable things on the line. Uh, <laughs> one was that she was a staff member, but uh, at the resort, but uh, <laughs> but the yeah, way she came up to him too. Was just all time. Yeah, but. it was. It was just like. Yeah, she just came up to me and made some comments, very okay. nice comments to me, and said she, I don't know, I guess I look like Canelo. That's been like a thing, because <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know. Last time I went to Dominican, I got called Canelo like three times, and then I come here and ladies, Spanish ladies, they they love. Canelo. So I guess I kind of look like Canelo and Canelo has that kind of strawberry orange beard and <laughs> pale skin. And I'm not, she she comes up to me and she goes, uh, yeah, I really like your skin. And I was like, that's a great I, compliment. It's a great compliment. But I said right away, I was like, I've never heard that in my life. No one has ever told me that <laughs> literally in my life. And she just kind of chuckled. And I was like, I'm not joking. Like, I've never heard that. It's um, a great compliment. But yeah, sure. I, yeah, I probably fumbled the bag. I mean, a lot of people were saying that on the trip. So, I mean, what are you going to do now? You won right? the least valuable player on the yeah, trip. Yeah, won the least yeah, valuable that's, player. That's a bad trophy to win. But what's so, how, if you're, if, by the way, if you're listening to this podcast, you don't want to hear Mexico talk. One, you're just not a real Gate 14 rider. Two, I might hate you. But how the mangled... Gate 14 listeners in Mexico, shout mm-hmm. out to them. We, I took shout a picture with one of the guys. One too. of them, yeah. I got a DM from one of them on my personal account. Saying like, uh, I just made a Twitter account right now to DM this to you, and and his name's Burner O eight twenty four, and it's just a picture of you two, who and, me uh, and him. Wait, yeah, let's just, see. It. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> and he is like a grown ass man. So for listening to this, thank you, brother. Yeah, he he said was pumping his... my tires. So the so get time. this. So get this. So 
usually when we go to games or anyone, they'll recognize Abe and Johnny. Usually not many people will mention me in the wild. Let's just be honest here. Because I look like your average dude mm-hmm. and I'm the, I'm the third mic. So I am ordering a drink and he's like, gate 14, you're, you're JR. <laughs> and I was like, no way in all places, but in Cabo, this guy recognizes me. But yeah, that was the guy. And he said he shout out to him because he said uh, his brother introduced him to gate 14 and he's been a fan ever since. So, I mean, it was crazy seeing, I mean, two fans. We were seeing them all week, so you love to see that, man. You really do. But on a scale, so a- a- Avery, I'll start with you because y- it takes a lot of beers for you to get fucked up. Yeah. How many? Be- how many? Like how mangled were you this week? Because I, I just can't imagine the heat, the yeah. sleep schedule, the time change. Like it must have hit you hard the first couple of days. Yeah, I went a lot of tequila shots night one, kind of like put me out of it the second day. Um, struggled. But it's like we would wake up, drink at the pool, and then like get super fucked up mm-hmm. and then go to sleep and then go out at night. So it was nice to like mix it up a little bit. We went on a boat cruise, though, thanks to Coach Chris, who Chris Roach put on a drinking performance. Yeah, he called me a couple times. Yeah. He was the drunkest person in the country the whole time. Maybe the... F- I need a mic on Chris Roach nonstop. He is, he's a funny bastard. Shut the fuck up, Jer. Shut the fuck <laughs> up, Jer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's the best. Those well, two. Yeah, so let's I think your... we went on the boat cruise. I, I had um like 15 Coors Lights on a two-hour boat mm-hmm. cruise, and that did me in pretty good. I, I, I'm out on the ocean. Uh, I couldn't be more on the ocean. Funny story. I went to the Dominican Republic when I was a kid and we went deep sea fishing. I made it five minutes, passed out, thought I was going to die in the bathroom. We went to the captain. We're like, my mom was like, we have to take this kid back. Like he's dying in the bathroom. (laughs) And he's like, the only way I'm going back is if people on this boat cruise say that they are fine with going back. The American fucks on the, on the boat said, no, no, no. We paid to be out here. The only way we're going back is if you pay us to go back and like pay reimburse this. So I was just dead naked in in this on this Dominican thing in the in the bathroom when I was like nine, and my mom had to pay for everyone to go back. So it it was a massive soak. But uh, so what, Johnny? So DC. what's the what's the Mount what's the Mount Rushmore like? What's the Mona Lisa story from this week, Jr. What's what was the funniest thing that happened this week? <laughs> so. Uh... I mean, fuck. I, this is even funny, but it's a funny story. Um, so we had a guy. Oh, this is a fu- this is a good. Story. I don't know which. Hey, but, I think the, the one, J the J Man one. Yeah. So we had a guy, and uh, he went back to the hotel room. We were drinking at the front, and uh, he comes back and he goes, "I got hit in the head. Like I think I have like almost like a concussion. Like he had a, like a goose egg on his head. Like what happened? And he's like, I got hit by a cart." And some guys thought it was funny to, I guess, like hit people with objects from the second floor. What so the he, fuck? So when he walked out, like he just got hit by a maid's cart in the head. He dropped a maid's cart from a second floor on his head. <laughs> what the fuck? So And no one else was there. <laughs> no one else was there. No one else was there. And everyone was sort of feeling his head. He dropped a maid's cart? Yeah. yeah. Like those, what are those big ass maid's carts? We come back, the wheels are everywhere. <laughs> it is just a yard. It looked sale. like a crime scene. It looked like a crime scene. And Jer, drunk Jer, pulled an all time move when he went up to the front desk to. So, uh, to so we had a game plan. We had a game. So they were all gone and we were drinking. We're like, let's, let's get him a free trap. So <laughs> I'm. I am potentially, I'm like 10 out of 10 at this point, right? That night, I it was my worst night, but I have my own game plan in mind when I'm going up to the front. And these people are like, hey, you got hit in the head. We're, re, we're watching the footage, right? And they don't have footage of when it goes outside, which would have been awesome footage to play in this podcast. <laughs> I apologize that we don't have it. Um, and then in my head, I was like, I'm going to come in as the big dog uh, and kind of set the tone here, right? I just come in right field and I'm like, look, management has been fucking dog shit all week and blah, blah, blah. It's like, <laughs> I just dropped like four F-bombs and then everyone pretty much just told me like, that was way too far. That was <laughs> absolutely just way too far. And I just like, oh, sorry. 
but yeah, they didn't even get like the report was sent and uh, nothing was really done about it, which is crazy. But there's also an NHL player that Jared Jersey swapped with. Yeah. Quinn Byfield. <laughs> yeah. So uh, for those of you that are NHL fans, well, probably most of our listeners like the NHL, but yeah, Quentin Byfield was uh, Quentin Byfield and a couple Kings players were, were at the resort. And uh, it'll, I mean, we didn't do a, jer- I, a jersey swap, just gives off the wrong impression. Technically, I stole a shirt in a sense. Uh, <laughs> technically, I stole a shirt. Okay. I'm going to admit it. It wasn't a jersey swap. That means that he committed to the jersey swap. No, he just put a shirt on the back of my chair and said, pretty much, can you hold this? And then he laughed. So, what am I supposed to do? Put it in the locker Well, it's not down? stolen. That's, uh, he it was a twisted T button up shirt. <laughs> I have no idea that there was a time change. That is absolutely absurd. But well, because it's right under California. Yeah, right? It's right yeah, under that's California. a good. I think point. if you go to Cancun, maybe. Um, no, I don't Cancun know. is less. I actually don't even know what Cancun is. <laughs> I just said it was less. Like I know it's on the other something. side of the country from where we were. Yeah, yeah, that's just absurd. I actually had a. Uh, speaking of uh, fumbling the bag, I had a uh, the one that got away uh, story from Friday night. Oh. Man. Yeah, no, I was uh, so I, I was at this bar in Hamilton. It's uh, called Odds Bar. So shout out, no free ads. Uh, it's owned by the Arkells, and uh, I was there with my buddies. And there was this girl in the booth behind me to the left. Like she kept staring at me, and I just kept like stare. Like every once in a while, I would stare at her, and like we would just continue to like cross paths with I. She, I could be delusional. Maybe I was fucked up because I was drunk tweeting. But a hundred percent, she. I think she wanted me to go talk to her, and I just refused to. I just, we just, she just kept looking at me, and she was like, she's the one that got away. So if anyone knows, uh, <laughs> short, black-haired, uh, looking pr- pretty woman, uh, that was at Odds Bar on Friday, please make it happen. Or Jackie Redman, one or the other. I'll take both. Um, yeah. So that that's what happened there. But no, I'm happy you guys got uh, got back safe, man. I mean, that's uh. That's a a week is just that I don't know how but you it, guys. It, it, it was a lot. by. Yeah, it does fly by. Um, but yeah, it's. I definitely... wish there was some golf involved. That would have made the trip ten out of ten. Johnny, there's uh next year the plan is to so the plan is uh you can't do it on my birthday tr- week. Well, you're coming next year, so the plan is every year we do it and we up the number. So one year it's just like. We just have 150 people going to this thing. That is so, crazy. So, Gate, well, you, a Gate 14 trip? Get, ma- get imagine that. We imagine we open like it gets so big that we open it up to a listener to have the opportunity <laughs> to come with us. Just like you come on the trip, you hang out with the Gate 14 boys. Bring your family. Yeah, that would be your... electric. That would be absolutely electric. But maybe we could open a resort in like Dunedin for spring training to do that. <laughs> that spring would be cool. Break, we... Yeah, a little collab. We open up an Airbnb right in Dunedin, <laughs> a massive mansion. But and going go, going into uh, the week, I mean, are you guys going to take credit for mushing the Toronto? I mean, you guys leave on Sunday. The Jays blow a four run lead after scoring eight unanswered. Monday they get dog walked. Tuesday dog walked. Wednesday dog walked. Thursday dog walked. Are we going to at least take a little bit of accountability here? I mean, the Leafs haven't won a game since Avery left, and Avery's a big Leaf guy. So, I mean, listen to this Leaf story. I, after game two, I went and bought game six tickets. Jesus. And because I'm in, I'm in Miami or Sunrise, wherever the stadium is, is close. Yeah. Bought game six tickets. They were like 150 bucks a piece for a playoff game. It was like, oh, that's not even bad at all. Yeah. Now they're not even going to make it fucking five games. Yeah, so, they're dead. So I I, I hope Leafs Nation happened. listen to this. Yeah, but hope... again, on the mush, that's bullshit, man. The team... The besides... numbers speak. No, 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 no. I'm saying their play, they were also on vacation. That was like their little break in the middle of... Well, the they season. won their World Series. They won the Stanley Cup when they won that series. I mean, they... No, I'm, we talking about, fans... I'm talking about the Blue Jays now. I'm talking about the Blue Jays. Oh, no. I you said think- they they took a little vacation, four game vacation in Boston. The weather wasn't great; they couldn't do much, but they decided to take those games off. The world was falling after that series, and I was trying to calm Blue Jays Nation down. I wasn't getting; it was a nightmare. Let, let me be clear here; it was a fucking nightmare. But in the go- in the graphic he posted too, it was just like no shit that <laughs> the the win streak, what the team ERA was, 
the losing streak. It's like, yeah, you usually lose if you give up more runs. But what I was saying was like the point. I was, of that, I'm not chirping you. I'm just saying the yeah, graphic yeah. was no, the graphic for sure. But the 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 point, uh, and for the people listening, they don't know what I'm talking about. I'll pull it up here. Um, I tweeted a graphic that Sportsnet did. So when the Jays had a six game win streak, the pitching had a 0.82 ERA. Five game losing streak, 771. The Pirate series, 0.78. That's the most Toronto Blue Jays thing ever because there is no such thing as in between with the Toronto Blue Jays. It's either rat piss or it's the best pitching staff that's ever touched the mound in, in like the history of baseball. That's the frustrating part. I mean, sub one over a seven seven five sub one. It it doesn't make sense, and there's no other team on the planet, and that's why we love the Toronto Blue Jays because the highs are incredible. And the lows are absolutely I want to die nightmare fuel. That's the Toronto Blue Jays difference, Avery. That's what it is. 100%. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm happy that I didn't get to watch that Red Sox series. What is that? Like, I guess you talked about it with Kev. I, I'm going to go back and listen to that episode. I love Kevin. but He's I, so funny. I used to watch his YouTube videos. Like, like, I wouldn't watch anyone else. Like, I watch Kevin's videos. So, he was so bad playing the game but he was just so <laughs> funny like oh fuck you try and go 12 and 0 all the time he just couldn't do it he he couldn't do it ever and then finally it happened but thanks to kev for coming on but what do you think went wrong like the red sox just like every decision seemed to go poorly yeah and it's just it, it was just it was that was the toronto blue jays series that was like that was baseball man and the red sox are actually i'll say i think they're kind of good man i don't know what it is it's like a chalk it up to the game type thing yeah just throw just pour one out for my dead homies that's what that was. I and I'm actually um under the illusion, and one of our listeners, I'll give him a shout out here once I see this. The Red Sox at home is the most absurd stats I've ever seen in my life. And someone's someone brought it up. They might be cheating, man. Is that crazy to say? <laughs> they might be cheating because these stats, let me pull it up here. The Red Sox on the road are hitting 236. At home, they're hitting 297. Those oh, splits shit. are those splits are ridiculous, right? Yeah. How many, games that... have, how many games have they played of each? So at home, they have no, it's it's pretty similar. I I I don't see the number here. I, I know there's seven home runs off from home to the road, but that's fucking ridiculous. I that's not normal, right? And then uh shout out. I mean, when uh, I saw Connor Wong hitting home runs, I would that yeah, was... shout out Flash Canadian. So just just so the just so that people know, like the splits for other teams. So Red Sox two ninety seven at home, two thirty six on the road. Blue Jays two sixty two at home, two sixty one on the road. Pretty similar. Mm-hmm. Orioles two sixty one average at home, two fifty two away. Pretty similar. The Yankees two twenty at home, two forty away, and the Rays two sixty two at home, two ninety seven away. So like the Red Sox is just the most insane difference in home Cheating. and away we got to start posing some questions man that's all i'm saying definitely got to start posing some questions i think i guess yeah pitching was had to have been horrible that that week too and then everything you go to pittsburgh and everything's just back to normal the pittsburgh pirates are rat shit they we, suck <laughs> they're the most make-believe 20 and 8 team i've ever seen in my life just they were threw them around they were 20 and 8 at one point they were 20 and eight, and then they lost seven in a row to the AL East. They suck. <laughs> I I can't even look at that lineup and say, yeah, that guy's a good hitter, besides Cabrian Hayes and Brian Reynolds, maybe. Jack Swinski's got good numbers. I guess, yeah. But like, Carlos Santana's been okay, but like, Jiwan Bay at the bottom of that thing. The Jays played bully ball. The Jays <laughs> played bully ball this weekend. It wasn't even like the, the games were never even close. It was just an absolute dog walking every single game. Have the it feels like we've swept when we've needed to sweep besides the Tiger series this season, right? Yeah, no, it's yeah. And we, we were kind of saying, hey, and it's the just, Mariners. We, sure. But that was yeah, yeah. Definitely Up right. Eight about four. That. Yeah. yeah. For sure. You're you're right about that. But other than that, it feels like, hey, when it, it's time to do damage, it's time to bury teams. They've been okay at that this year. I mean, let's go, let's go game by game here. On Friday, obviously, Chris Bassett. Seven seven scoreless, four hits, five punchies, four walks. He's the number two. He he's I, I know I, I think we've talked about this before. He is the number two pitcher on this team, and I don't even think it's remotely close. 
he is unhittable when he's locked in. He's throwing 69 mile an hour curveballs. The guy has more pitch arsenals. I like he could throw he could throw a different pitch every pitch for an at bat. And, and it wouldn't be this. It, he is absurd. And Chris Bassett, would you say, because obviously the Varsho trade was really good and the Kiermaier signings are already worth it. Was this Chris Bassett signing the most underrated signing, do you think, in, in like the MLB this year? Because it it filled oh, a void for the Toronto Blue Jays, obviously, where like they needed a starting pitcher because you didn't want to just roll out Mitch White or uh, we, you say Coochie question mark. He has been lights the fuck out. I think he has five quality starts. Yeah, we just had that horrible one to start the season, right? Yeah. Other than that, it's been I've been very happy with Chris Bassett. I'll say it again. We had we have two of the more consistent pitchers, middle of the rotation guys in all of baseball, Jose Barrios, Chris Bassett. Mm-hmm. Chris Bassett's doing what we signed him to do. You can't be happier than what he's done right now, right? The first one, you you can pretty much throw out whatever that happened. It was horrid. But now he is just pitching his fucking dick off. And you see all these numbers, just the different pitches he's throwing all the time. Sinker, sweeper, cutter, curveball, four-seam slider, <laughs> changeup. Like, how the hell do you even know what to throw? And spin rates, everything was down like 65 RPMs. That's not even anything at all. So, mm-hmm. man, good for him. Getting the whiffs, 20%, nine of them. Not, I'll crazy. ask you this question, JR. Are you starting, if the Jays play in the wild card series, right, they lose game one with Gossman on the mound, hypothetically. Are you going Chris Bassett game two over Manoa just based off of the consistency of how he's been so far? Is he your number two? Yeah, I'd say he's our number two. Uh, I think... <sighs> are we in a point where we're starting... If you Barrios, shuffled the deck, if you shuffled are we, are the Are we order, starting Barrios over Manoa at this point in the season? Oh, wow. Barrios has looked awesome. <laughs> He's, I mean, besides that Red Sox one he had last week, he's been really, really good. Yeah. Well, there was, remember, there was the talk of, uh, even in, obviously, it didn't matter, but Stripling, right? Kind of Ross was, was thinking of going game two. Remember, like, that was a serious conversation, uh, when we were talking about that. Kind of reminds me, like, Bassett kind of just reminds me of a, a better, uh, Ross Stripling. Yeah. I think that's, that's exact. A- that's a perfect analogy. So it's like it, they almost similar, like they almost play the same role when it comes to playoffs. I see in the sense because, like, obviously, uh, like if you win game one, or yeah, if you win game one, I think it yeah. it it makes sense to play the safe card in the sense of like let's make it a game versus like I don't know Manoa. I mean, fuck, man! It's, it's just a, a question good, mark. It's a good you thing know, to have, though. The thing about yeah. Manoa is it's a question mark because he's shown time and time again in big games at home and big moments, mm-hmm. he's just not been able to pitch well. Yeah. And Chris Bassett, I mean, this guy—if you he five quality starts out of seven starts—is fucking insane, dude. That is insane numbers. I think it's actually might be eight starts now or seven. I, I don't know what it is. I know it's five quality starts though. He's leading the team. Him and Gossman are leading the team. It's just such an underrated good signing that this team really, really needed. A guy that can go through an order tons of times. That was the problem with Ross Stripling, right? Ross Stripling would get taken out of games after going through the order twice. Yeah, Chris Bassett yeah, but- can just continuously go and go through the order because he has a million pitches that exactly. guys haven't seen. You're so right about that. You can change the way you throw to a guy if you're seeing him three times if you have nine pitches. Like, fuck, you could throw half of them out, half your at-bats, and you're still seeing something new every single pitch almost. So... Him being able to do that keeps him in the game, and that's why he's been so consistent, why he makes so much money. Right? And he's worth every goddamn dime. And, and and one thing that I really liked about Bassett is is he's kind of taken the Kiermaier approach where he's really embracing playing here. I mean, after his start, he said, I'm glad I made the right decision. Like, I'm glad – because I'm sure he had offers from bigger offers in other where, other, other areas, other teams, stuff like he that. Could have gone but, back to where he was at, probably. Yeah, he could have gone back to the Mets, I think, for a little bit more. And he said, uh, I'm glad I made the right decision coming here. And you're goddamn right he did because this defense behind him, this outfield defense is absurd. And Ava, I don't know if you can pull this up, but I'm almost positive the outfield defense for the Toronto Blue Jays is leading the league in defensive war. Or I, I don't remember what the or DRS maybe I think it might be. I don't I don't know what stat it is, but Man, this is just that game on Friday was just a masterclass from the bullpen and Chris Bassett. I mean, he goes seven scoreless. And then next thing you know, you got Swanson just absolutely bodied, body bagged the Pirates. And then you go Romano back to back, 0 0. So 
that that was the that was the Toronto Blue Jays masterclass, and that's the team that I expect a little bit more of. So I, I was excited for that. But let's go into Saturday. I know we talked about Jose Barrios. Man, I mean, he was perfect through four or five. I think it was. I think he was perfect through five. Goes six innings, seven punchies, one walk, five hits, two earned runs. Fuck. When he, I know we keep just beating a dead horse. When he is on Avery, this guy is is he's ridiculous. He's so ridiculous. You, so you think he pitched really well? That's, yeah. Yeah, that's good. We're just happy to see after how bad did he have a bad Red Sox start too? Yeah, he had a really bad Red Sox start. Yeah, everyone must have had a bad really bad red Sox start the whiffs weren't there crazy zone contact was actually okay it was the sinker that's uh zone contact percentage was only 60 percent, which is good so is he throwing yeah, the sinker more now is that a pit is that is that what he's been mixing a little bit more is that like 21 percent uh, fastball 33 percent i'm gonna look up his, <laughs> so his he minimized the four seam there yeah yeah a little bit but i mean confidence is a thing with him where it started from game one last season. Shit in the bed opening day. It's like you're starting from behind. Kind of how Chris Bassett was to start this season as well. So Jose Barrios, he's obviously not in the same Kikuchi boat where you just want him to be confident. That changes everything because he was middle of the zone with good stuff and Kikuchi just couldn't get in the strike zone. But Barrios is hell of an arm, man. And it's nice to see this stuff finally work out. And I, we got to talk about one guy that just absolutely turned it on. And when he's hitting, he's hitting. And I think I mentioned this last podcast. He just, whoever the hitting coach is, Toronto Blue Jays, Blue Jays that tried to take away his uh, leg kick is the dumbest idiot of all time. He goes back to the leg kick, Dalton Varsho. And since he went back to the leg kick, he's 11 for 28, hitting 393 with three nukes and nine RBIs with an 821 slugging percentage going back to his leg kick from last year. <laughs> Man, he's been good. But he's his dad's fault too, right? Yeah. like there, uh, It just, I don't know why they just try to mess with a guy like that. It just, he, he clearly had success. I mean, obviously the average wasn't there last year, but the home runs were there. The power was there. And that's what you need him to be a power hitting outfielder. That's really good defensively. So that's why he was slotted in the four hole was to drive people in at that time. And my and God, he's raking my he God. Hit, he hit that baseball yesterday. So hard. I turned yeah. the game on at the airport and I was like, Holy just saw it right it away into the room. That's that awesome. Ball. I mean, I'm looking at the box score from Friday. He had four hard hit balls, only two hits. It's like that's over 95 miles an hour. So he's really starting to figure it out. And when he and this lineup with him figuring it out is scary. He hits uh, really cool home runs too. Yeah, I don't know if it's his swing or just the fact that he's a lefty, but it's just like a, it's just to throw this pitch up and I'm going to send this into the Allegheny, and that's what he does. It, it was. It's awesome to watch, man. And, and another guy Kirk, we got. Kirky's been a little hot too, eh? Yeah, Kirky's been heating up a little bit too. And another guy that's been heating up, we got to figure it out. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. I mean, this guy. Let me let me let me pull up his last couple games here. Brandon Belt is all the way back, and if this guy is you hitting came in the, so close to, to having to buy a jersey, yeah, not even <laughs> bad. I mean, a Brandon Belt. Here we go. Let's go, Brandon. Brandon Belt. His last. 15 games, he's hitting 313 with a 400 OBP and a 500 slugging percentage with one home run and seven RBIs in 15 games. Let's go, Brandon. That's why he, he was signed. He's all the way back. The why, did he get, back. why did he get tossed? Because he are, apparently what he said to the ump was, I think he said something along the lines of like, that's just not a strike or something like that. And the ump just had no leash for let's go, Brandon, and just tossed him. There's actually a picture out there. Of him from Sunday with his meat just hanging. It's a crazy <laughs> picture. You see that picture, Avery? Yeah, I saw his cock. Yeah, it it was a crazy <laughs> picture that was circling the internet. I'm whoever took that should be locked up. That's uh, yeah, that's that's bad. I didn't realize the guy was debuted in 2011. <laughs> Holy shit, He's, he is old man. He has a higher OPS than George Springer. Are we going to start a narrative? He the is off-hitter. Brandon Kyle Belt, man. BKB. What's his nickname? Bob. <laughs> that's just that's not his nickname, right? I thought he was the captain. He is the Bob captain. Cheddar Bob. We're gonna start calling him Cheddar Bob. He, I mean, you know, got a tip for cap. Let's go. He's let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. Is just all the way back. It's it's awesome to see. And Saturday, I think that was the game where he raked as well. Yeah, a little two for three. Is that good? Two for three with two walks. 
There we go, Brandon. And I mean, yeah, you you also talked about a guy that's all the way back is a guy by the name of Alejandro Kirk. That guy is a walking machine. It's actually insane. I think I saw a tweet about it that he has like one of the highest walk rates in the league, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, he's hitting. Two, he's hitting. Uh, on our, I mean, he's hitting two thirty eight in his last seven games. Never yeah, I can mind. look I up know. that walk rate pretty easily. I, I I don't know if his walk rate's that high, but he is so good. Yeah, seventh best in all of baseball for people with more than. 80 plate appearances. Yeah. Only, only people above him, Lamont Wade, Juan Soto, Max Muncy, Ryan Noda, Gunnar Henderson, Lars Nupar. Yeah, that's that's just absurd. But it's uh yeah, it, it's uh th- when this team's firing on all cylinders and just beating up on a poverty team, uh it's just incredible to see. Another guy who looked really good on Saturday is Tim Mesa, man. Holy shit. I is he elite, Avery? I think we have to start at least getting starting the narrative a little bit. He's really fucking good, man. I saw Blue Jays Muse on uh, Twitter. Great follow, by the way. Uh, he put out some stats. I mean, Tim Mesa has a .79 ERA this year, boys. You can't ask for much more than that. I, the bullpen haters are in shambles because Tim Mesa is kind of replacing what Anthony Bass was last year. He's you're, They're throwing him a little bit more high leverage. And I mean... On Saturday, he went one inning, three punchies. Just absolutely back pocket of the Pittsburgh Pirates. So um, it's definitely, that narrative definitely has to kind of start going into fruit. I mean, he's a he's good, man. There's just no other thing to say. He's a good left-handed option out of the bullpen. And this team needed that. And I know we've, we've had our problems with Tim Mazo. We've roasted him, even though he's probably been good for a majority of the time we've been roasting him. But this year, it just, it feels different with Tim Mazo. He's so good, dude. So good. You know, I've seen some uh, Jimmy Garcia slander, which I think is uh, unwarranted. He has a 5'6'3", though. Sure, but striking out more uh, people than he did last year. Like, home run to fly ball ratio is super high. Should come down at some point for Jimmy. And he's and the fastball metrics are still really good. He's also throwing the, a weird cutter. I don't know what the fuck people Well, are. yeah, I don't know what that is either. That's what our guy Griff was saying on Twitter. Cut that shit out, Pete. Don't do I just, that. Anymore. I don't know why he's doing that. But I, I... Jimmy's going to be okay. He should. He can be out of people's circles of trust. I saw someone tweet that today. But Zeus. I think he'll be back. Think he'll Zeus be back Zeus. in pretty soon. I think. Yeah. I think we can trust Jimmy. Do we want to go through? I got a nice little way to runs created plus. For the Here we go. So far this season. So I'll just go player by player, so we can know where we stand with some of these guys. So we got Matt Chapman first, one eighty-seven. Vladdy, Christ, one fifty-six. Bo, one forty-nine. Then we go Kirk 123, Kevin Kiermeyer 118, Whit Merrifield 109, Dalton Varsho 104, Brandon Belt 91, Jano 65, George Springer 63, Jesus Christ. 41, and uh, Kevin Biggio 27. So there we go. A couple probably surprised a little bit about where Kevin Kiermeyer is on this one, and then obviously disappointed with George Springer's start to the season. But other than that, that's and that's for anyone who doesn't know, 100 is league average in creating. So that means that Matt Chapman is 87% above league average. Yeah. That is. Aaron Judge was at like 200 last year for a bunch of the season. Yeah. He was, he was something else. But Matt Chapman's also been incredible. What do you think of the the talks? Um, I saw that thing come out that they're open to an extension. That's and just. It's like, no shit, he's open to an extension if you're going to pay him what he thinks he deserves to be I'm paid. so tired of that. Like, it's just, uh, Matt Chapman is open to an extension. You think? You fucking think the guy's open to extension? I mean, he wants to get paid. Yeah, what it, do you mean? it literally doesn't matter where he is. I'm sure he loves Toronto right now. But if you're going to pay him the money, he'll go anywhere at this point. Play for the Shanghai Sharks if he gets a shit ton of money, man. I... But... It's such a weird thing to just like a random quote to come out with. Yeah, like what? And by the way, whoever asked that question, I hope it wasn't Keegan. What are you doing? Like, what do you think the guy's going to say? No, I don't want to come back here. <laughs> what, what, what is he going to say? Of course, he's going to say I'm open to a fucking extension. You in guys going to say in the middle of the season too? In the middle yeah, of the season, he's going to be like, Nah, man, I really just don't want to come here. I don't want to be back here. Like, what What a dumb question. That's why the gate 14 boys are different. I never asked that shit. <laughs> but we got to also give shout out to Jay Jackson, man. Uh, gets called up. Pitches uh, Saturday. One scoreless. It's cool to see stories like that, man. 
a guy like that. And by the way, a little tidbit about Jay Jackson. He was offered big league deals when the Jays released him after spring training. He said, no, I want to stay here and sucked it up and stayed in the minor leagues just so he could stay with the Blue Jays. He turned why, down MLB why offers. Would he, why would he do that? Yeah, why would he do that? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't ask how. I thought there was, <laughs> was going to be like, a, I mean, like this is the last play someone who doesn't, who's not from Canada that's going to stay to to be with the team. That's surprising. Yeah. No, it was. I When I heard that, I was like, what are you doing, dude? Like, you don't want to play <laughs> in the major leagues? But no, it's it's kind of cool hearing stories like that, especially a guy that's been grinding like that. So um, it is all time. So credit to Jay Jackson for making that debut. That is awesome. And uh, let's go into Sunday's game. I just want to give myself a pat on the back uh, for not getting in the mud with people that will just screenshot the strike zone and just say Kikuchi is going to regress and don't want to enjoy it. Hand up. Credit to Johnny for not getting in the mud with those people and just letting them go and just be free. Just go be free, you little stat nerds. Go be free. Go run off into the sunset. I'm just going to enjoy Yusei's master class. And a master class it was. I, I said on stream, he didn't have his best stuff. He kind of looked like shit, if we're going to be completely honest with you, in the first couple innings. Figured it out. Went six and one-third, four hits, one or three strikeouts, no one runs, two walks. What more could you ask from your fifth starter? I just don't know why people still find a way to complain about this guy. He is in five of his seven starts this year. He's given up one run or less in five of his last seven starts this year, one run or less from your fifth starter. And we still have people complaining. I don't get it. I don't. He is the fifth starter and he has a three, three, five ERA, man. I don't know what more you want from this guy's walk rates down. Is he out of the zone a little bit? Sure, but he's effectively wild. It's just, Mm -hmm. It's awesome to watch. It's cool to watch because we know we saw last year how much this fucking guy cares. So yeah. we, I was thinking to myself in the car today, driving to work, we shouldn't think of Yusei Kikuchi looking at how he pitches like we evaluate other talent in the league. We know what Yusei Kikuchi is. He's what, 32 years old? He's not going to change. He's not going to miraculously become a number one or number two guy. He's our fifth starter. For him... I'd like, I want to look at personally how many runs he's going to give up and how deep he's going to go into games. It's like for other people, Alec Manoa, swing strike rate, whiff rate, we'll look at that stuff for sure. And that's how you can evaluate him. But I think for Kikuchi, we just got to dumb it down for how we evaluate how he's going to do. Yes, he's probably making too much money for me to say that 12 million a year. He's our fifth guy. We We want him to not make the bullpen go. And give the team a chance to win. That's literally all we're asking from you, say Kikuchi. And he's done that all year. I can't. Obviously, he's going to probably have a shitty start where he walks a bunch of people because he's out of the zone so often. But I'm not rooting for that. I don't want to see him regress. And that's what I think people are doing. They're rooting for him to kind of say, I got you on that. Well, and, I don't... It's, and it's going to happen, too. It's like, I told you that's not going to. No shit. He's going to have a bad start here. And but therefore... why can't we just enjoy what he's doing now? That's that. I yeah, guess that's, he... that's where I'm at with that. Him I don't know. Not taxing the bullpen is the best thing that can happen in this uh, this five slot in the rotation. Either if it's him or Mitch White. I want I. Love you, say Kikuchi. He seems like an awesome guy, and I'm very happy for him that it's working out for him right now. But I don't think it matters who's in that position. It's your five guy can't make your bullpen throw a ton of ton of innings every time he's out, and that's what he's done all season. And it's 100%. perfect, hundred percent. And he looks. I mean, I don't know what more you can ask from the guy. It just he's he's getting deep into baseball games. He's he's five and zero. Oh. I know wins and loss record doesn't matter with pitchers, but. He's giving a team a chance to win every single time he's pitched or five out of his last seven chances he's pitched. So, yeah, he looked awesome. And uh, uh, another thing we got to talk about, I don't know if you guys saw this, but Blue Jays dad tweeted that he <laughs> wants Calvin Biggio to be the everyday DH, which is I don't know where I'm at with Blue Jays dad, because now I think he's just like a generational troll, like one of the best trolls to ever do it because he gets crazy ratioed on every single tweet that he fucking makes. It's kind of impressive. Do you think he knows what he's doing? I think he knows he's in the numbers business. (laughs) I think he gets super followers. Which, by the way, if you you pay for it to be a uh, super follower for Blue Jays, dad, like, seek help. (laughs) That's seek fucking help. Um, 
yeah, it's just it's wild. But what, what was his reasoning behind wanting Kevin Biggio to? Because DH? I'll search it. I'll search it. I'll search it. <laughs> that's, uh, a, that's a ridiculous take. <laughs> I'll read the exact tweet. Uh, it's it's something that's the most miraculous thing ever. So here we go. Giving DH at bats versus right-handed pitchers to Kevin Biggio is better than giving them to Brandon Belt. If you disagree with this, there's nothing more I can do to help you. Obviously, we'd all love to see Alejandro Kirk DH when he's not catching, but it seems like management's trying to limit his playing time. After this, Brandon Belt proceeded to go to hit just a million doubles and just carry the Blue Jays. It's like, I, I don't like, see, that's what I'm saying. Like that tweet is so dumb and so stupid and so bad that it might be like, it just, it might be, I think he's just trolling. I, I Right. I don't know. That is I mean, a masterclass of content. Like you can't <laughs> teach that. How, it's there's no there was actually no reasoning behind that. That was just that was just a thought. He pretty much was just saying Brandon Belt's ass, and I want to see Kevin Biggio, which is insane so, to me. Brandon but. Belt has an OBP of three thirteen. Kevin Biggio has an OBP of two hundred. Nightmare. Absolutely a fucking nightmare. That's just, just a crazy take. An absolutely crazy take. But uh yeah, no, it's just uh it's just insane to me. And I also wanna this is completely off topic, but I want to give a thank you to everyone pumping my tires on the Jackie Redmond tweet. It's just a shit ton. She's the best to ever do it, man. Um where are you she, watching Jackie Redmond content? I was at the gym and uh Sportsnet was on TV and she was on and I was just thought I'd just throw a tweet her way. Sup at Jackie Redmond. So yeah, we'll see what happens there with that pending. Pending uh, VAR. Pending VAR. <laughs> Let's go into this week, man. Obviously, we don't have that much to talk about because we'll be talking to you guys again in like two days because the Jays uh, play against the Braves this weekend, which is going to be awesome. Jays Phillies. Me and Avery are at a crossroads. Um, I'm obviously Bryson's one of my best friends. Bryson's going to be obviously in the lineup tomorrow. And Kyle Schwarber is a guy I'm getting close with. Uh, me and Avery got close with this offseason. I think on stream tomorrow, I don't know if you're going to be on stream, Avery. I think I'm going to have to root for uh, Bryson and Kyle when they come out. I just have to root against Manoa. I think that's where I'm at with that. Well, Manoa gasses up. Actually, Manoa gave us some juice, too. With with the, we're, Bri- the we're Bryson and Kyle, guys. I was actually meaning to ask you, Avery. I'm going to go visit Bryson uh, for a weekend. Never mind. You're probably, you're, you're you're probably going to be. You're not going to be able to make that. But, yeah, I'm going to visit Bryson next week, next Friday. Uh, visit visit uh, Schwarbs and Bryson, so that's going to be fucking sick. But I guess we can preview the series. The Jays are facing literally the two best pitchers on the team, which is kind of bullshit. But the Jays have their two two big dogs going. Uh, Manoa versus Nola tomorrow. Bryce Harper being back, by the way, is the most absurd shit I've ever seen. The guy got Tommy John, and I think November, and he's playing in big league baseball games in April and May. The most so that, ridiculous thing I've ever seen. And he has to wait to put on his brace to run bases, right? Yes. And the MLB said they won't let it. They, <laughs> one of your best players that you like profit off of, you won't let him put on a brace so he can stay healthy and play the game that you make money off of. Brain dead. Brain it's, dead idiots all of them. It's the most absurd thing I've ever fucking See, seen. I was, ho- I was thinking he was going to come back and struggle, maybe. He, he no, he just hit a home run like the second game. Pretty sure. Yeah, he's and and it wasn't just the home run. He got all of it. Oppo, the classic Bryce Harper Oppo bomb off the Red Sox. It was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. So tomorrow's game's weird for the betting people out there. The Phillies are favored at minus one thirty with Noel on the mound. Noel's been kind of ass this year, and so is Blake Wheeler. I, I keep saying Blake Wheeler. So is Zach Wheeler. Um, I just don't know. I mean, Wheeler has a four two six. Nola has a four six four. This this series has split written all over it. I don't know which game it's going to be, but it has split written all over it. Right? I I'd, I'd agree with that. I like that. Like, I just don't know. It's just the most evenly matched two teams. I mean, the Phillies were kind of scuffling seven-game losing streak, I think, coming into uh, yesterday where they beat the Red Sox. It's just a weird... Let's look at the matchups here. Uh, Brandon Belt is six for 10 with a nuke and two RBIs off Aaron Nola. <laughs> That's 
go, Brandon. Is 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 this a Brandon Belt uh, bounce back tomorrow or what? I mean, if you're not taking Brandon Belt bases, yeah, crazy. Brandon Belt bases is the most free thing I've ever seen. So yeah, I mean, the Phillies haven't faced uh, Manoa besides Harrison and Marsh. I think it's going to be like a weird, like a three-two or like a low-scoring game here. I think that's what it's going to be. It's going to be it might be a little bit cold in Philly coming back from an off day. I'm just excited to see Bryce Harper because last time the Jays faced the Phillies, he wasn't playing, right? Um, in Toronto and then in Philly. So it, it, I'm pumped to see uh, our the GOAT, the fucking king. Uh, oh, did you see who got... Uh, Eric, Eric Swanson just followed us on Twitter. Did he? Yes. <laughs> what the fuck? No. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Did he like anything or did he just follow us? This might be an accident. Should I DM him live on DM? Thanks. DM him I, I'm gonna deal with thanks so... for the follow, King. We are the biggest Eric Swanson guys on this planet. <laughs> As if I can't believe Eric Swanson just followed us live on air. That's the gate 14. That's the gate 14. I thought it was one of the fan accounts, but I looked at it and He's only following 330 and he has 6,300 followers. So, uh, Eric Swanson, sup? 6,300 followers? Yeah. Yeah. So, I- I'm actually I hope shocked. You got right duped. Now. I got to see if this is. <laughs> no, it's not, dude. It's actually him because everyone follows him. Like, all, like, if this he's is tweeted, action- though. He tweeted about the, uh, the Leafs. No, yeah, this is this- Eric. Guys, let's, let's not be okay, You're the right. I don't think he this got is- duped. This Come is on. Eric Swanson. He's not having a family, family Eric, photo. Eric Swanson just followed us on Twitter mid podcast. That's the that's what the fuck I'm talking about, man. Wow. That's the gate 14 difference, folks. <laughs> that's what that is. Holy shit! I don't even Chicago know. Chicago Blackhawks picking first overall. Yeah, but uh, so back to the series here. It, Bryce Harper's hitting a home run against Manoa, right? You know it's going to be that dog no, shit I think slider. Sh- Schwarber launches one. Schwarber hit a moon bob on Sunday. Second deck yeah, off the Red Sox. Left, left, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, right? yeah. Off the reliever. Do you think he's the... not playing enough COD? That's his thing. Yeah, I, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll talk to him when I go visit next week. Uh, I can't wait for that. It's going to be such a uh, picture. is going to be a banger. Me, <laughs> yeah. Bryson, and Schwarber. <laughs> picture is going to do numbies. But... Make sure you wear your heels, man. Yeah, no, I'll I'm definitely sure. look short. I'll definitely look short. But yeah, I, I'm sorry, guys. My mind is just on Neptune. I can't believe Eric Swanson just followed us. So that's that's the most phantom thing I've ever fucking seen. So maybe uh, maybe this weekend, uh, I'll uh, we'll see if he answers the DM. Maybe it was an accident follow. If it wasn't, that's all time. But uh, <laughs> anyway, so I'm going to say Gossman just absolutely carves the Phillies lineup, who's kind of struggling. They're actually, I know it's a guy that's been on my other podcast, Cody Clemens. He's a starter for the Philadelphia Phillies. Which is At crazy. Yeah, I think, yeah, they, they've been, like, mixing him in and out um, of their lineup. He's hitting, like, below 200, if I remember correctly. <laughs> I, I I can't believe that guy's an everyday big leaguer, which is crazy to me. I don't know if he's everyday now with Bryce Harper back at DH. But, uh, yeah, Bohm's playing first. I think that lineup rules, though. I will say that. That Phillies lineup's fucking sick. I love their pinstripes. I think they have better pinstripes. Do you the think the Phillies have the best jer- the best alternate jerseys in baseball, the powder blues? Those jerseys rule. Those, Those jerseys nice. fucking rule. But there's a lot pretty... of good baby blues out there now. I think theirs is the best, though, because it has that nice little, like, uh, what's that color? It's like reddish. Maroon? It's a... The Maroon. cards. I still think the cards have better ones. I think cards have better ones, too. We'll see. Mm-hmm. I will let the people decide with that. But, uh, no, I... That this this might be my one of my favorite weeks of the year. I mean, you got the Phillies and then the Braves back to back. Two teams that you just never really see the Toronto Blue Jays facing. Obviously, last year they did, but I'm excited to see it. And uh, good friend of uh, a good Johnny Junta guy starting for the Braves on Sunday, Bryce Elder. So uh, don't know where I'll be, uh, who I'll be cheering for at that aspect. That's a uh, I have a funny story about him. Someone remind me to bring it up on the next podcast of how I met him, um, but. Actually, fuck it. I'll tell it now. So I was playing COD with uh, Brennan Stott, Bryson Stott's brother. And uh, <laughs> we were in the middle of this, like, lo- so we were just playing random quads, right? Because there was no duos. And there's these two guys talking baseball. Like, they're talking about the Braves and, like, Shoemake and all that stuff, like, AAA. And they say, like, they're talking about our buddy Nolan. And I was like, is this fucking Bryce Elder? And he's like, yeah, who is it? I was like, this is Nolan's buddy, Johnny. 
And then I'll, and then next thing you know, like he just followed me. We, we became boys. We met on a random matchmaking server on Call of Duty. <laughs> and then we became boys after. It was the wildest thing I've ever seen. So, yeah, he's pitching Sunday uh, against, I think that's against Yusei. Uh-oh. That's uh, that's going to be weird. Corner happening or you're going to have so many connections that at one point you're just going to be this point cheering for the other team yeah, yeah. that's what i said it's, right it's i uh I, so where do you guys stand is kikuchi corner a thing on sunday should i do it should i show up to it i mean I'm i don't want to make I'm, the fucking a million k's though man i'm in miami i can't make it it'll be a game th- we'll talk about this next podcast we'll let the people decide we'll talk about this next podcast lastly a little bit of house cleaning here me and Avery will probably just based off of this. I think we've already got a hundred down or a hundred subscribers. Yeah, um, one hundred and ten now. Uh, we've got one hundred and ten subscribers in an hour on the YouTube. If we hit twenty two hundred by Saturday, me and Avery will be going to a Jays game in full uniform. A- J- Avery hates it. I'm pumped for it. I'm excited. <laughs> I think just having Jonah, the camera guy, follow us around in full uniform will be the funniest visual. And they hit, like people will be like, "Who are these absolute idiots?" Uh, but the thing is, I don't own a Jays hat. Me um, neither. I'm wearing a gay 14 hat with a Jays jersey. <laughs> I will go out of my way to buy pants this time. And a belt and an arm sleeve. When's it? There I'm, has gonna, to be I'm definitely rocking stirrups to the game, too. You guys sure. gotta you guys gotta dress as umpires one of these days. God, that'll just be hell. And People... then and again, get tickets behind the plate, do the old calling yeah, the strikes. That would be funny. I think this vlog, so. Avery, just to just so the listeners know, so they could buy tickets, because let's be real, we're gonna hit twenty two hundred subscribers. That's like I, I I don't know why I lowballed it like this. You did just, that when we started this podcast. Yes, I did do that with the full uniform game. Um, what was I gonna say? What day can you go to the game? Because they play I'm, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I have no idea yet. Not Monday. Can't go Monday. Tuesday. Might be. I'll see when practice is. Probably Tuesday is the best. Okay, because that's when Jonah can record. So Tuesday will. As of right now, until uh, we'll talk about next podcast, the Tuesday will be the full uniform game. So buy your tickets. We'll announce the section we're going to be in. I'm pumped for it. The vlog's going to be electric because me and Avery are going to be doing it together, and we'll have Jonah, the camera guy, following us around. So it'll be all time. But as always, man, hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. The band's back together. Sorry for it being late. That was that was our fault. How sweet it is. The boys are back. The gang is back. And we are firing on all cylinders. You love to fucking see it. Gate 14 forever. Love you guys. And uh, let's have a week. Talk to you guys on Thursday.